0: Cannabis Lab, Cannabis Law, Accounting, and Business. Uh, Welcome to our first episode. We're joined here live by the founder of Cannabis Lab, Robert Freeman.
1: Hi, nice to be here.
0: You excited for this? This is great, man. I
1: appreciate you doing this. Oh,
0: awesome. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. You've got a great group down here in Florida, so we're excited to get started. So, just to set the stage for everybody, elevate your grind. Uh, This is going to be a podcast about the business side of cannabis. We're going to interview entrepreneurs, CEOs, advocates, fans of the industry. So why you should listen. You should listen because just like you, we want to be experts in this industry. We are all trying to find our way in this space. We're all trying to educate ourselves. Uh, Cannabis is a very complex industry. So join us while we sit with industry experts to help educate you on the business of cannabis and how to be successful. So our first podcast does feature Robert. And the reason being is Why should you join Cannabis Lab? What is Cannabis Lab? Who are these people and why do they meet once a month, right? So, Robert, talk to us a little bit about Cannabis Lab.
1: Sure. Um, You know, I could tell you the long evolved story of how we grew out of legal learning series and, you know, we were doing continuing education for attorneys. But the truth of it, Cannabis Lab, I mean, for selfish reasons, exists for people like me and you. Um, We saw the cannabis industry growing, We, we saw that there were opportunities. We knew we wanted to be a part of it and there's some point where you're doing what you're doing in your life and you realize you want to be doing something else and now you want to start taking logical next steps and so to get involved in the cannabis industry one of the important things is to start connecting with people in your community, finding out who's doing what and and seeing where you can fit in and so out of some degree of necessity i I created cannabis lab so we can find each other so the community can start connecting and and people can start growing
0: very cool so if it wasn't for cannabis lab um i probably still wouldn't be in the industry it's been an amazing group it's given me a ton of opportunities including this one to be in front of everybody here today um you know one of the things i'm always interested in when i talk to people who have started businesses is literally how did you start because there are a ton of people out there and they're amazing people tony robbins Gary B that'll tell you do the work, take the time, do the grind. And my biggest question to them all the time is, what is the work? That's what they say, they always say, do the work. What's the work? So you have nothing, and I, know, I don't wanna say nothing because I know you had legal learning services, but one day there was no cannabis lab and the next day there was cannabis lab. Right. And I'm sure you had to have a first meeting and nobody knew what it was. So talk to us, how did you go from nothing to something?
1: Yeah, and, and doing the work is, is the work you create And there's no shortage of that when you're passionate about what you're doing when you really have a vision for it where you know where you want it to go uh, the work never stops unfortunately and so it's 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 a cautionary tale to be an entrepreneur it's exciting to take something from nothing and and make it into something I mean that that is the act of creation that is uh, it's a big deal you know it and so and so with cannabis lab you know, we had a model in place. We had this company, Legal Learning Series, that, that still exists, where we were providing networking and education, and it's it's not a unique formula. It's, it's nothing that, that hasn't existed as long as industry itself. People need associations for their industries. They need to network. They need to connect. Um, but taking it from nothing to something, it, it starts with a core group of people who believe in what you're doing. It, it can't, as, as much as we're all intra- entrepreneurs and small business owners, you do need to find people who believe in what you're doing, believe in your mission. Um, and start connecting them.
0: Let's take a moment. Do you want to shout out those people who helped you get started?
1: I mean, it's it really, I, I could go on all day, and but... If we but, leave
0: anybody out, we promise we're not trying to offend you. We're just trying to figure...
1: No, and, and what's amazing is it is a nascent industry. We've only been around for three years, and so the people that, that started with us are a lot of them still with us now. Um, big firms like Greenspoon Martyr, within those firms, special people like Jerry Greenspoon, uh, Michelle Martinez-Reyes, people that really had a vision for... Coming into cannabis early, especially in a state like Florida, which is behind uh, the rest of the country, law firms like Ackerman um, and people specifically like John Robbins, who again, um, I think, jumped into the pool early, really got out in front of cannabis law, and and very fortunate that they just happened to be around me in my space, um, supporting me from the legal learning series side and seeing what I'm up to. I, I can go on and on. Uh, David Kotler, uh, another attorney here in South Florida. Um, Large companies like Thomson Reuters that really saw the future with cannabis law and and started pointing me towards it Companies that are here locally that people again, you know as as nascent as Florida is Huge companies that that were already here Green Road CBD that you know BioTrack THC in the Mm -hmm. compliance space all South Florida companies that were quite frankly killing it nationally um, in the cannabis space even though Florida cannabis um, really isn't in full maturity and yet. Th- and
0: that's incredible, isn't it, right? You know, we have 14 operating cannabis cannabis companies. And when I say cannabis companies, that means complete seed to sale. These are the companies that you're buying marijuana from. Um, there's 22 licenses. And listen, I don't know the state of that delta, if those people are going to operate or not. But it's amazing the amount of cannabis companies that are located here in Florida operating national um, in, a, in a place where the local cannabis market doesn't really exist. And I think you've done a great job finding and recognizing those companies. Um, One of the things I love, so we just had an event Thursday night. We actually have an event tonight, if anybody is watching, it is a live event at Astro Lounge, or Astro Rooftop in Wynwood. Uh, We are going to be introducing the Dave Leadership Board, so it's a great meeting because all of the leadership meetings, uh, you get all the top people there, you have each leaders there. you got to remember a lot of these people are very busy, so they're going to go to a lot of the meetings, but they may not be at every one. The leadership meetings are amazing, so I highly recommend everybody coming out tonight, 6 to 9 p.m. Meet the board, meet the other members. I know a lot of the Broward leadership, which I'm honored to be on, will be there, so come check us out. Um, so we had, a, we had a, an event on Thursday, it was my board, the Broward and Palm Beach board. I thought it was a great event. So when I show up to a Cannabis Lab event now, you know, there are 100 150 people, there's a great panel. Uh, you know, we had stadium seating and you look all the way up and it's full. Take me back to some of those first events. What were those like? Uh, you know, your first, second, third event, you know, was it, was it three people in the audience? Did you have a hundred people? Was it a lot of people just trying to figure out, is cannabis something that I can pursue? What were those first events like? Because I met you in February, and I think by the time I met you, you really found your groove and you guys just had the gas down and you're trying to grow the, the group.
1: No, I mean, we, we've certainly done some shitty events. Um, there's no question about that, but really right from the gun, this, this thing was selling out. Um, we were filling rooms literally from our first program, I think our first program had over a hundred people. We had the CEO of a company called Jarden which is in Vegas and the the CEO lived in Miami part time and uh, one of our early sponsors is a success story, actually ended up getting them as a client at that first event. But no, I mean, again, there was no secret like how do I get into cannabis moment. We were doing these continuing education programs for attorney, we stumbled upon cannabis law, we did a conference we realized that this was interesting Um, you know we hadn't done programs before where non-lawyers showed up we hadn't done programming before where people were really excited to come and sit at a seminar you know you we've done programs on insurance um, and tax where I would say man if you put on an insurance and tax seminar you know no one's gonna come and you you put cannabis in front of it and we pack the house
0: you know, the funny thing about that, and not to cut you off, I'll let you go back in a second, right. but a lot of what we talk about is insurance, tax, and everything else. Yeah, yeah. It just has, it has a cannabis spin, and I think because of the regulation, it makes it a lot more entertaining. But you know,
1: And so that, that I think, was the, the, the light bulb moment of Cannabis Lab was, you know, all of this stuff in and of itself isn't that interesting, but because cannabis is so new and there are so many challenges, it's a roller coaster, it's constantly changing, The need to stay educated, the need to stay informed and up-to-date, it's critical. And so it it wasn't how do we make a buck and and fill a room and and get people networking. It was this this is important. People really didn't know what's going on. Um, There are a lot of changes, and and it's not an easy road. And so that that was the, the birth of all of this.
0: And, and candidly, you know, and maybe maybe I'm biased because I'm a member, but your events are very welcoming to somebody who's even just trying to test the waters of cannabis, right? Um, there are a lot of conferences that that come through Miami that... Um, you know, we, and I, I don't want to say competition because it's not competition. But Benzenga comes through here. I'm sure Arcview comes through here at some point. There's a lot of groups that come through here. But for somebody who's looking to get started in the cannabis industry, that is a, a $500 and $800 investment, a full day of time, whereas you charge 50 bucks for your events. Right. Um, you know, 50 bucks if you've never been here before. Once you remember, the meetings start costing a lot less than that. So, was your idea really? you know, because the industry is the way that it is in Florida, was your idea to really just say, hey, if you're interested, come check it out and we're going to educate you. And then, you know, I know you do a conference at the end of the year. You know, is that was that the type of person that you were going after and not just the guys at the top? Were you trying to make it for everybody?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, again, I mean, this goes back to your, your first question. I think when when I thought about Cannabis Lab as it was evolving, I thought about people like me and you, uh, you and I, that, <laughs> that, that want to be in the space. You know, how, how do we make that first step? second step third step where it's just finding out a little more making some relationships seeing what the jobs that are available what are the opportunities and so that's literally by design how we built this organization i thought about it all the time where i was like you know as a a group the way i visualize it is if i'm living in miami i'm living in fort lauderdale and i wanted to get into cannabis you know is there this room we can walk on is there you know in? is there a, a, a sign above the door that says cannabis industry and I think that's what we were trying to do is how do we turn that sign on so people know what door they can walk through they know what room they can come into and they're gonna find out more about this industry so it really was maybe not meant for everybody I wouldn't say it's the every man finding out the industry but for the business professional um, who really is already doing hard working in the industry has already established themselves in their own practice that, that's who we were are keying in on
0: and and I'd like to elaborate on that because I think cannabis still gets a bad rap um, I read an article today is actually by the manager director of entourage effect And I guess we're in the hundred year anniversary of the prohibition of alcohol, right? And here we are sitting here in early 20s. Yeah, and you know, we have uh, members of, um, of Normal on the board we have members of regulate Florida, and you know, we're all sitting here trying Cannabis News Florida. Cannabis News Florida as well. And we're all sitting here and we're all advocating for the end of cannabis prohibition. But, you know, I think a lot of people on the outside, and it's very crazy to me, still have that stigma, still have that reefer madness stigma. And, you know, when you come to Cannabis Lab, you'll realize that this is a group of professionals. It is not just a group of stoners that are just sitting around, passing a joint, talking about marijuana, although those conversations (laughs) do happen because we enjoy partaking in it. But this is a group that speaks about taxes. It's a group that speaks about accounting, about legal issues, about regulation. Um, Many of the members are upstanding members of society. They work in their chambers of commerce. They work in um, government. They are successful business people. I myself, um, I'm married. I have a three-year-old daughter. I'm a a business professional and there are many other people in our group that are very similar. Um, So, you know, talk to me was that always the case as you were doing this group? Is it, was it always the professionals? I know there are groups like, you know, and there's no secret that MJ BizCon is the biggest event um, in our industry, that 10 years ago it was a bunch of guys with long hair and sandals and cargo shorts coming together, and now this past year was 35,000 people, most of them wearing suits and everything else, right. convening to discuss the business of cannabis. Did you guys go through that same thing, or was it always business professionals from the get-go?
1: Yeah, we, we jumped right ahead. Um, I... I've noticed the the cannabis education or networking landscape, and there are advocacy groups. You mentioned Normal and Florida for Care and NCIA, and and I look, it's all important, right? They're not competitors. When a Benzinger comes to town or an MJ Biz, it, it's all important. The more we can learn and connect and, and build resources, that's how this industry is going to move forward. But yeah, right away, my thought was, if, if cannabis is going to have a future, if this industry is going to move forward we really should key in on the business segment. We really should key in on, you know, to some extent what people are saying is the, 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 the illness of the industry or, the, or a problem with the future is, is bringing in big corporations, is bringing in professionals who come from uh, more of a suit and tie background, but it is the future of this industry moving forward is working closely with your tax guy, with your CPA, working closely with your attorney, good compliance, good corporate governance. So we all want this industry to move forward. We all want uh, cannabis to be deregulated or we want the end of prohibition. And so right from the beginning, our our point of view was let's just grow the business, right? That that everything else will take care of itself.
0: And I couldn't agree more. I think think we're all heading in the right direction. There are 33 states with cannabis legal in some way, shape or form. Um, You know, if you want to learn more about Florida specifically, definitely come to our events. Uh, we talk a lot about Florida regulation. There's a lot of interest in breaking up vertical integration. As I've stated earlier, there's 14 operating cannabis companies in the state of Florida. Um, in our last event, I was in between the directors of compliance for three of them advocating for breaking them up. So, you know, it's always an interesting event, especially like I said, to go to an event and have three out of the 14, the directors of compliance in the same room um, is incredible. So one of the things I want to talk about now, and, and this is more on you to kind of tell us some of the success stories from Cannabis Lab, right? So if we're going to take time out of our day and we want to learn about cannabis and we're going to come three hours a night to come to an event, obviously everybody wants to get something out of it. Right. Now, personally, I can talk about my success story. I happen to find myself into the cannabis industry. Um, I left an organization and really wanted to stay in cannabis and through Cannabis Lab, I was absolutely able to do so and somehow get even more ingrained in this industry. And you can see that as I'm sitting here next to you interviewing you on our, our new podcast. So um, you know, beyond that, I'm working with Real Cloud Pros taking my expertise in the IT world and applying it to the cannabis space. I know you've helped some companies find funding. I know you've helped other people get some really great jobs. Um, through your group, and talk to us if you can. You know, I don't want to get into anyone's too personal story about some of the success stories through Cannabis Lab.
1: You're, you're right. I don't actually want to call anyone out by name without their consent or tell any specific stories. But back to your point about Canvas Lab being for market entrance. Actually, Canvas Lab is for three people, and, and the benefits I think are very specific to the three groups. And so the first is market entrance, like you and I. How do I find out more? How do I connect? How do I find jobs? I think it's very obvious um, how we're helpful. It's you are meeting people from within the industry. You can look on LinkedIn for jobs, you can go to indeed.com, but you and I both know it, it's who you know, it's the connections you make, You know, as sophisticated and as digitized as the world has become, that need to connect on a one-to-one level. So the su- success stories of finding jobs, as you know, um, really are, are endless. And so for market entrance or people looking to transition, that's the first segment of who Cannabis Lab is for. The second is, people that are already in the industry. And as you know, this is an incredibly volatile industry. We, a lot of our members do work for MMTCs or plant-touching companies uh, and they aren't doing so hot. Not all of them. This yeah. is going to be, as you know, in a different conversation, a very tough year in cannabis, jobs coming up. Uh, one of the values of an organization like us is job security. Like you said, there were three compliance officers from three different MMTCs at the last meeting It's good that they connect. It's good that they know each other. It it, it shouldn't be so competitive as that's my enemy. The end of the day, you may not be at one company that you thought you were at the Mm -hmm. day before. And so to stay connected, to stay in the industry is the number two group that we focus on. And then the third group is, right, you're just figuring it out. So we don't need you to be fully entrenched. We don't need you to be, I'm I'm 100% into the cannabis industry, but you are taking it seriously from an investment point of view from a job point of view, you're graded already at what you do, and you just want to add cannabis as a vertical, we are a great group for you to just kind of figure that piece out. And so from those three perspectives, there are actually several stories that we're proud of, of how we've benefited those segments, but, but it is by design. I mean, all we want is members and sponsors. That's how we grow and make money. But how we really know that the formula works, that the system works, is by people getting jobs, by... People investing and growing by by commerce happening, and so those success stories mean everything to us.
0: And don't worry, folks; you'll definitely hear those success stories. That's half the reason that we have this podcast is to bring on those uh, people who have seen success through cannabis lab. Um, You know, Robert, I really do think that you've built the best cannabis networking group in Florida. Um, You know, I worked for a different company before that. I told you that before I was involved with you. Um, I truly believe that, and congratulate you on that. Um, But you know, you're only as good as what you do tomorrow, right? That's so right. you've been pretty successful up to this point. The group has grown. Uh, we did a great event starting out 2020. We've got an awesome event coming up uh, with some, a personal hero of mine, Ricky Williams, that we're going to be seeing for the Super Bowl. Um, for those of you who don't know, which is all of you because nobody knows who I am, um, I actually got to meet Ricky Williams when I was 15 years old at a football camp. Um, I was an offensive lineman and a linebacker, and they let us, uh, big boys, pick a position to play. So I got to play running back, and I got to train with Ricky Williams. I never imagined, I don't know, 17 years later that I'd be sitting in an event with you watching the Super Bowl with Ricky Williams. So I have to thank you for that. Um, but. Everybody should come check that out. That is, uh, tell us a little bit more about the Super Bowl party, if you don't mind, Robert. Sure, we,
1: we do a lot of educational events, like you mentioned, very high-level networking. Um, I say it all the time, we're the we're group for nerds. But every once in a while, we do something fun, and, and this is one of them. So um, we do have a good relationship with Ricky Williams. He obviously is a, a, a name you know in the cannabis space. He's a name you know as a Miami Dolphin, former Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he has a brand here on the table, Real Wellness, that we have a great relationship with. It is a great product, and we're, we're happy to be working with them. Um, so, so, through a lot of good things working together, he's going to come and watch the football, the Super Bowl with us here in Fort Lauderdale at Stash. For members, it's free, uh, so it, there, that is a big incentive to join. Um, for non-members, it's a lot more expensive. You can, you can find out more about it online. Um, I didn't want to make this a pitch, but certainly check us out at joinclab.com or Instagram at the Cannabis Lab.
0: Well, you know, it's not a pitch because I think what you're doing here, there's a lot of friends that I have that will actually reach out to me because they see that I'm in cannabis and they ask me, how do I get involved? And again, before I got involved with the organization, mine was reach out to Robert Freeman at Cannabis Lab because he's going to help you get involved or at least his group is, right? So I don't think that we're really pitching into here. I think as long as we get the word out, you know, come join. You guys, if you really want to get interested in cannabis, you're going to be very interested in it. So the reason I bring up the next event is... You know, we're, we're in January, we're at the start of 2020. I know you do an annual conference every year. What do you expect? What are you planning for this year, um, you know, for Cannabis Lab and, and how do you see it progressing and growing What what's the future of Cannabis Lab?
1: You know, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because that's all, all I ever think about. And here we are broadcasting live to the world. And for me, as much as I want the world to know about Cannabis Lab, it, it really is about um, putting the right people in a room. And so by design, by, by you and I saying, who do we need to have? Who do we need to find? E- even when it comes to our conference, um, it isn't always about selling a ticket and trying to get someone to come into mm-hmm. the room. It, for us, is, if, if we could fill that conference with the, the 500 most important people in, con- in cannabis that we all think are really moving the needle forward, very tip of the spear people, that, that's really the future of Cannabis Lab, is, is really connecting the best and brightest and, and making sure that we're all sharing thoughts and ideas um I know you have other guests you want to get to this morning. Yep. But yeah, that that really is the goal. We we want everyone to know about Cannabis Lab. That is important for us, but what's really important is that we're getting the right people together to move this industry forward. Awesome. Well, I am
0: very excited for this year's conference. Uh, the 2019 conference was incredible. And I said 2019, I just chewed up that word. Uh, the 2019 conference was incredible. You had some amazing guests. You had Rohan Marley. You had Ricky Williams. We had Brady Cobb there. We had Jared Mursky, David Tran. Uh, Kim Rivers. Kim Rivers was there. Uh, the, uh, tons and tons of high-level cannabis executives. You had some of the biggest funds in the industry there. You had Fido Partners. You had Entourage of fact. Um, a lot of the major MMTCs were there in One Plant and uh, Leave and, and all the others. Right. Um, it was an amazing conference, and I can only imagine that 2020 is going to be better. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to have to kick you out soon yeah, because we've I got another it. guest. I get it. But are there any parting words that you'd like to leave us with?
1: No, I think what you're doing is great. I think this is important. Um, we've talked about this, obviously, before we started, that Elevate Your Grind is, is meaningful in the meaning we impart to it. And I think what... What is important about what you're doing is everyone has a story. We, we've talked about this. You know, Five, six years ago, almost everyone in our group had nothing to do with cannabis, and so that journey, that transition, it's, it's a lot about what C-Lab is about. I think it's a lot about what, what you're doing is about, and so I appreciate you taking the time to explore with everyone, and. I wish you all the best of luck. Awesome. Well, I'm happy to do so. So we're going
0: to bring in Charles Felix of Cannabis News Florida. Um, While we're switching out here, I'm going to take the liberty to do some shameless plugs and thank some of the people that helped make this happen. Uh, First is going to be Charles Felix with Cannabis News Florida. He was kind enough to show up today, help us set up all this equipment, really coach us up on how to do this, and we can't thank him enough. So please check out Facebook, check out Cannabis News Florida, Um, check out Charles. He does some great interviews, and I hope that one day uh, my interviews and my shows will be as good as his. I'd like to pro. Real Wellness by Ricky Williams. Real Wellness is a sponsor of our upcoming scroll party. They've got some great herbal supplements. It is not just CBD, folks. This is a six-in-one tonic. It has turmeric in it. It has cinnamon. It has CBD in it. This is the best multivitamin that you can take every morning. Um, I've used a lot of CBD, folks, and this is definitely my favorite. Obviously, I'm biased, but definitely check it out. Um, And then we have our maintenance and repair salve. Maintenance and repair salves is great for aches, pain, sore, inflammation. Um, Again, this is a 10-in-one, a lot of herbs. Go to a real, realwellnessherbal.com, go buy it for yourself, try it out, promise you won't be disappointed. Um, and then check out our Serenity Tonic coming out at the end of the month. I'd like to plug my company, Real Cloud Pros. Real Cloud Pros, we are IT specialists for the cannabis industry, focusing on cloud, data management, privacy and security and compliance. Um, and also like to thank Cannabis Lab. Without Cannabis Lab, we would not be sitting here. Check it out at joinclab.com. Um, and then finally, our beautiful venue where we're going to be hosting this, uh, this show for lack of a better term for the immediate future, the hub spark, the hub spark is one of the coolest co-working places in Florida. Um, HubSpot, it's, to me, it's a place, if you're a creative, there's no better place to come. Come, check it out. Check out their coffee. Uh, it turns into a little bit of a happy hour in the afternoon. They've got conference rooms, everything you need to get your job done right here at the HubSpot. Uh, check out their happy hours. Check out their events. Uh, but HubSpark, the HubSpark.com and the Hub FTL on Instagram. Check those out. And thank you for letting them host us. Uh, I guess at this point, we'll bring our next guest, Charles. Charles, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate,
2: appreciate it. being here. It's a little different being on the other side of the microphone, uh, but it's, uh, it's interesting. This is a, uh, sounds like a, 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 it's a great venue for uh, uh, cannabis Lab and getting to know a little bit more about the industry is what it's all about. Education is the primary aspect of uh, the cannabis industry today.
0: Awesome. Well, Charles, I really appreciate you doing everything that you've done to help us get started today. Uh, Robert and I would not have been able to do this without you. and I'm afraid that I won't be able to do it without you going forward, <laughs> but we'll figure that out. Um, you know, I think it's amazing what you've done with Cannabis News Florida. You know, I was just on the panel with you at the Broward event on mm-hmm. Thursday, and I think you're very educated on a side of the cannabis industry that, to me, doesn't get as not, a much attention as it should, which is the medical side of the business. Absolutely. Right? Correct. That is um, correct. You know, cannabis, listen, we all enjoy smoking cannabis. We all enjoy consuming it. There are some of us that use it to watch funny movies or to hang out with our friends and they use it as a replacement for alcohol. But there is a lot, a lot more to this plant than just using it to smoke and, quote, unquote, get stoned. You know, Charles, where do you see, and I know you and I didn't really do a pre-interview or anything Mm -hmm. else, where do you see the medical side of cannabis going? Do you think it's heading in the right direction? Do you think it's being... Um, stunted because of the sti- uh, the stigma on cannabis. Let's talk about the medical side. Uh,
2: the, the medical side there. It's interesting when you when you look at the, the the medical industry in South Florida, somewhat throughout the entire country, you find a lot of people uh, in favor of it as a medicine for certain uh, situations. Uh, but the problem you have is the federal laws, and the hospitals can't touch it. So it causes a problem. More and more doctors may not want to become a referring cannabis doc, but are actually taking their patients and referring them to cannabis docs. Uh, And you're seeing them more from the CBD side, uh, which you don't need a recommendation for, a prescription for, to the medical cannabis side, which you do. Uh, One of the interesting facts that, that, that I've come across for healthcare, and it's important to be able to spread this out to the healthcare industry, is uh, if everyone knows the Mayo Clinic everyone knows the Mayo Clinic yep. right I mean the Mayo Clinic is if not the number one one or two if you taking a look at the Mayo Clinic and and Cleveland Clinic the one in two of healthcare throughout the United States maybe throughout the world interesting enough the Mayo Clinic has three locations and this is on their website I'm, you know this yeah. is not like an underground newspapers <laughs> on their website that in Arizona they have places in Arizona uh, Jacksonville and their main campus was in Rochester Minnesota if you look at their website or look at my website look at cannabis news Florida you will see that in their main campus in Rochester Minnesota that they allow patients that are on a regiment that have a medical card in, in Minnesota and also have a uh, legal legal uh, bought their product legally can actually use it in their outpatient or a hospital but they will not, not in the state of Florida or Arizona. So what does that tell us from a healthcare perspective? It's moving forward. Because when I look at this industry, healthcare is the driving force. Until you go into a recreational state, which we're not for maybe another couple of years, healthcare is where it starts. And you have to convince the healthcare professionals out there that this is an alternative to what they've been using for a variety of different diagnoses.
0: So, me personally, uh, you know, I I think cannabis is going to be, I don't want to call it a wonder drug, but I really think it's going to really change the landscape of healthcare moving forward. I think there are a lot of people, especially in our state, that are self-medicating with it. Correct. Um, And, you know, I think... That does lead to a problem because it's where are they getting it from? Are they getting it from the MMTCs or are they getting it on the black market? And then when you get it from the black market, even if you know the person you're getting it to and you know it from a long time, where are they getting it from? Then it goes back to what's on that plant—the pesticides and everything else. Um, do you think that the black market is what's hindering the healthcare market going forward, or do you believe that with the right people behind it, that we can really push? medical cannabis in its best form, where we can start researching it, extracting the best parts, and maybe create pills or, or other mm. forms that are not smoking a joint that will be more socially acceptable?
2: Well, I think, I think part of it comes to the point in time you need to have physicians, professionals within this industry, rely on a lot of evidence. Evidence medicine. And unfortunately we have not been able to do research in the United States. So a lot of physicians, a lot of uh, people in the healthcare industry have a problem accepting research from other parts of the world. So until we really can do a lot more research within the United States, I think it becomes a problem. And the other issue is I think it has to be if you're going to call it a medicine, treat it like a medicine. And I think part of it is that we go a little bit off the medication part of it and more of the recreational part, even if it's the medic- even if it's medical. So I think part of it is is convincing healthcare professionals, little by little, not for everything, but for a lot of different situations, this is a better medication. It may be getting people off of opioids. It's been proven all over the world, in different parts of this country, it's a great alternative to be able to get people off of opioids.
0: I, I can agree it's more tough with it's that. tough. I couldn't agree more with that. So um, I got familiarized with the opioid crisis when I met my wife. She's actually uh, an addiction counselor um, at a rehab center in Delaware Beach. And I, I, you see a lot of people, so me as an ignorant person assumed when she got that job that everybody that was in there deserved to be in there and they abused drugs mm. and, and everything else. And she really opened my eyes that there were a lot of people that had a surgery or just had a problem and they got addicted to opiates. Um, I believe there are a lot of companies in this country, not this country, but I know in Canada, there are actually organizations that are working on uh, medical cannabis programs to replace opiates, and I couldn't agree more with you. I think that really is the best way that this country can fight the opiate epidemic. Personally, I don't believe that it's going to turn everybody who's already an addict, but I think it's going to help prevent future crops of opiate addicts
2: there and again it's proven when you when you when you talk to a lot of different people and and again research uh, i mentioned time research 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 uh we just don't have it here so what we have to do as advocates of the industry is educate and if it works for opioids you got to get those stories out there you got to get the people and a lot of them opening up now it's almost kind of like well, I don't really want to open up that door and put my story out there, but you know what? It's nothing to be ashamed about. Uh, and the more people hear about that, the po- more positive it is. But I go back to this point of, of dealing with health care, which I have through the other part of my business, South Florida Hospital News. I've been doing this for 16 years, and, and I meet with a lot of people within the health care industry. Very few of them are total naysayers of this, very, very few. But their hands are handcuffed, and that and that is that 's a problem. you know you should be able to in a state if a state and again state's rights talk about states rights if it 's legal in the state of Florida for medical use, the federal government should not stand in the way of the hospitals or outpatient surgery centers to be able to use cannabis. if you want to go in that 's the fight we need to be able to make
0: that, I, I think that's great, and then You know, one of the things that you had mentioned on there was getting the news out right and selfishly I'm going to use this so we can shamelessly plug your business is that's what you do you know you have Cannabis News Florida and a lot of what you do is getting the news out there getting the good news out there about the positive side of cannabis and not just the recreational side of it it's actually um, you and your son are very big on educating people on cannabis and the uses for it so talk to us a little bit you know I'll give you the opportunity here let's talk about Cannabis News Florida and then you know as you're talking about that tell us what you see are some of the most Popular topics in cannabis that are, are driving traffic to your site, or just that people want to read.
2: Well, let me let me tell you why Cannabis News Florida started, okay? Uh, and, and the story behind it, which I which is, I was going into the short version. About about four years ago, uh, I attended the first uh, cannabis event, that or medical marijuana event that was down here in South Florida, okay? And, and, and I walked in. And it was interesting, the crowd was kind of a mixed crowd. You know, it was kind of a mixed crowd, didn't see that much. And to your point, listening to you earlier, from the the, the tie-dye t-shirts and that, all of a sudden turned into suits the next year. And, and you're finding that it became a viable business. The problem being is that there wasn't a resource out there that was able to educate, again, let's talk about the state of Florida, not talking about nationally, state of Florida, Medical cannabis only. You got to have the healthcare industry behind you. I had the health. I have the healthcare industry behind me for 16 years at the time, so I was able to get a message to them that really most others cannot. So little by little, over the years, over the last four years, I've been able to educate them with stories about businesses, stories about products, st- stories about research. We did uh, a couple times. We actually had an interview with some of the experts out of Israel. So part of it is educating the public in health care, whether it be doctors, nurses, executives, or techs, all those that influence patients, to be able to talk to them about the cancer. And that's, what, that's our goal. Our goal is not, we're not a, a, uh, a, 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 a consumer, per se, uh, magazine or newspaper, similar to some others that are out there. We are truly, our goal is to get your message out to the healthcare professionals and physicians within the state of Florida, and we've been doing that like for four years. And I guess it was last year we were recognized as the uh, uh, 2019. Uh, cannabis publication of the year
0: that's that's incredible and congratulations on that and it, it, it's almost a family business as uh, and and correct me if i'm wrong i believe the cannabis news florida was started with your son andrew and now he works for one plant going around the state educating people on the plant itself right he,
2: he hasn't stopped he, he started off in the education process has continued the education process he probably has more miles on a on uh, on, on his car than <laughs> anybody in the state uh, but he does a great job about it because he tells a personal story, uh, and I won't go into it, but he tells a personal story about how
0: Don't tell ha,
2: Don't. How, how medical cannabis saved his life.
0: Don't uh, get into it because I'm going to want him on the podcast. That's
2: right. <laughs> so, but but the, the business is really uh, – it was, it, was, it was a business that was – actually, when I first put my first page in the newspaper years ago, uh, the family looked at me like I was crazy and, and said, you know, you're healthcare. What are you doing in the cannabis space? And I said, it's all related. I said, it's coming down. Then the law passed, medical, and everyone thought I was a genius. So, but, but part of it is dealing with, I mean, my wife, uh, we've been married now 48 years. Uh, she's my partner in the business, she's the editorial person within the business, and she does a great job. We both do a good, great job getting the news out. Uh, she probably. Uh, I'm the outside person, she's the inside person. Uh, It's almost after 48 years, and we haven't done this in 48 years, but the business together, uh, we couldn't operate without each other. And uh, it is a family business. We're not a big corporation, we're a family business. And the goal is education within the healthcare and cannabis industry. And in the state of Florida, they're married.
0: That's incredible. And, and, And that's amazing that you've been able to work with your wife that closely for so long. I'm sure it's been incredible. Um, I'm sure We've my, had one good year, I think. So. <laughs> I'm sure if my wife worked for me with for, with me for that long, um, I'm not sure if we'd still be together. Honey, I love you. If you're watching this, <laughs> um, so Charles, I really appreciate your time today. I think we're going to get towards the end here, but let's you know. So it's cannabisnewsflorida.com. Com, correct. Um, I don't know if you want to plug your Facebook lives or your episodes or anything else that you have. Where can we find you?
2: We are at cannabisnewsflorida.com. You can find us on Facebook under Cannabis News uh, Florida. Uh, and the key is we do uh, as uh, as uh, uh, as cannabis lab is doing uh, we do interviews at different shows uh, we have a couple shows coming up uh, you'll see it uh, in February and March you can t- check it our website uh, if you'd like to see we send out a weekly newsletter with updated information on a local and sometimes national basis of what's going on in campus you can just email me uh, you can reach me at Charles at CanopusNewsFlorida.com. Uh That's how I live and breathe. Uh, and if you need any other information, like to get a copy of the newspaper, just give us a call.
0: Awesome. Well, Charles, I know that you're going to have to help me shut this down when we sign off, so I'm mm-hmm. going to let you go while we plug our sponsors one more time. But really appreciate your time, and thanks for joining us. Great.
2: And it's the Canapus News Studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you very Thank much. You. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the first episode of Elevate Your Grind brought to you by the Cannabis Lab. We're going to plug our sponsors one more time. We are brought to you by the Cannabis Lab. Lab stands for Law, Accounting, and Business. It is the number one cannabis networking group in South Florida Check it out, www.joinclab.com. Um, if you have some time tonight, we're going to be at Astra Rooftop in Wynwood from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's going to be a great event. Come check it out. Uh, if you're not doing anything for the Super Bowl or if your plans are not that fun, Come hang out with Ricky Williams. The the Real Wellness team will be there. Um, I'm sure we're going to have some great giveaways. It's going to be a good time uh, hear from Ricky. Hopefully, he'll join us for a live interview. So come check out the Super Bowl party. We are brought to you live from the HubSpark, the number one co-working spot in Fort Lauderdale. It is one of the coolest places ever. They've got giant beanbags. They've got couches. They've got desks for you to work at. They've got uh, conference rooms. If you are a small business getting started, I would highly recommend checking this place out. Join them. You get coffee. get a lot of great stuff. Come check it out at thehubspark.com and thehubftl on Instagram. Uh, We're brought to you by Real Cloud Pros. Check us out at realcloudpros.com. We are a IT provider for the cannabis space, specializing in data management, security, cloud computing. Uh, If you are a cannabis business getting started, if you need help maintaining compliance, or if you just want to see what the best technology is to scale your business, please check us out at realcloudpros.com. And then finally, we are brought to you by Real Wellness, one of the best herbal supplement companies that you can find. It's not just CBD. Um, Ricky Williams, know him or not. After the NFL, the man spent a very long time educating himself on herbal medicine. He will soon be a doctor of herbal medicine. Uh, This is not just a side project for him. This is his life. This is his passion. Um, And if there was a Heisman Trophy for CBD, I'm sure it would be awarded to him. Uh, So thank you to our sponsors. Please check us out next week. Uh, We're going to keep doing these as long as you keep watching. And thank you, everybody.